Hello and welcome to another episode of the NK Active podcast. I am Nick, the director here at NK Active, and I am joined by one of our podiatrists, Dr. Charlotte Dando. And this episode is all discussing things summer footwear, because we should get some sunshine in the UK in summer. We may only have two days, but that is still two days. So, Charlie, what are the good characteristics of a summer shoe? Yeah, so as you've probably been aware, there are hundreds of varieties of summer shoes and sandals out there, and it can be quite overwhelming to try and work out what type or style is suitable for you. However, there are some characteristics which will make some shoes more desirable than others. So what you're looking for to begin with is something like the straps and the fastenings. You want them to be adjustable. That's so that they can contour and fit the shape of your foot. Sometimes having an insole with an arch support can just make sure that the feeling that you get when your foot is in the shoe is giving you kind of good feedback so you feel sturdy and stable you can sometimes if you're someone who has orthosis you may find finding sandals with a removable lining can be really helpful to then replace that with your own orthosis set so you can then sometimes customize it to fit your foot function and need there's also a need to think about if you're going walking or out and about in the the warmer months you're going to want something that's a bit lighter weight and you're going to want to choose breathable materials so that you're not getting kind of excess sweat or moisture sitting in there as well which can sometimes put you more at risk of developing things like athlete's foot yeah, and this is why when we talk about summer shoes, we actually stock something. You know, we stock a, a brand called Strive because they fit that plenty of fastening. They have an off-the-shelf insole built into them. They're lightweight, and they just tend to be nice, nice and comfortable. But now let's discuss flip-flops. So we will always get asked, "Can I wear flip-flops?" And the answer is always yes. But then there's a follow-up bit to that. <laughs> um, it's never. It's like it's like chips and ice cream. You wouldn't eat chips and ice cream seven days a week. Well, you can do, but there are going to be consequences of doing that. There are going to be consequences from walking tens of miles all day every day in flip-flops. A lot of people will come in with blisters, or they'll come in with pain in the front of their foot. So we're not saying never wear them. We're saying just using them in moderation, especially if you're suffering with some form of pain or problem within within the foot. So if you're on holiday, they are a great thing to use from going from the beach to the bar or the bar to the pool. So you're doing those those short trips where you're just there just to help protect your foot from walking on hot sand or hot pavements but you're not doing huge amounts of walking. Um, if you're listening in Australia, in England, when we mean flip-flops, you guys will just call them thongs. They're the same, they're the same thing. So now let's talk about more about active. And what we mean by active? Well, actually, if you're going hiking or you're going walking off-road, what can you use on your feet? Yeah, and there's some really lovely brands who have started to kind of solve this problem or work with 
um, patience to try and solve this. So you can sometimes get like a hybrid between a walking shoe and a sandal. Um, they come in a various range of fastenings. So some of them will be lace-up, some of them will be Velcro, some of it will be like the toggles that you can kind of pull. Um, and they tend to be made of breathable material. They tend to be open back so you can still kind of tan your feet. Um, and they seem to then be able to kind of offer that support around the kind of arch ankle and forefoot area. Um, again, it, different styles will suit different people. I think it's being that open-mindedness to go and try a ray on. And what is most comfortable for you is probably a good starting point. Yeah, and I think, and the point I'm about to make isn't just related to summer footwear, it's all footwear in the it's almost like it's like the Cinderella effects in that the shoe will pick you, not you pick the shoe. Because every different brand, it's like a jeans. Every brand will make the cut of their jeans and the sizing of their jeans slightly different. And all the footwear manufacturers do that the same. And the cynic in me believes that because, well, actually, if you find a brand you like, when you then, when you need a new pair of sandals or shoes, you just keep going back to that brand. So you keep buying their product. But it's a case of you may have your eye set on this particular brand, but if your foot just doesn't fit, you can't force it to fit. And when we talk about the active shoes, actually, there's a brand called Mephisto that have brought out a summer sandal called the All-Rounder. And it's actually a very, it's got a lot of what we call open mesh on the top, so it's very breathable. It has a good rugged bottom with plenty of grip on there. And also has a nice removable lining. So if you're wearing custom philothoses, you can actually put them in there. You've got a nice, lightweight, breathable shoe that you can still use your orthoses in. And the other thing you may want to consider looking at is actually just running trainers. Because the majority of running trainers these days, if you're going running 10, 20 miles, your feet will get hot and sweaty. They may swell slightly. So they all tend to have a mesh, very flexible, very open weaved upper on them. So actually these aren't a bad thing for actually just maybe walking around in, in the summer as well. So Charlie, talk us through about particular sort of characteristics in a summer shoe you may be looking at with someone say suffering with midfoot osteoarthritis. Yeah, so for those folk who have arthritis in the feet, I'd be looking for some shoe type that will have an insole with an arch support. I'm going to be looking for a soft, conformable material that can then be fastened and adjusted um, because you may find that you'll, you'll get nodules or bony bits on tops of your feet that you'll just want to kind of make sure are nice and cushioned and fastened nicely in place. You're going to also want the fastenings maybe around the back of the heel and around the ankle. Um, just as you start to have a slender ankle, you don't want to kind of get any kind of sli uh, slippage or starting to feel it kind of moving, um, which can then lead to kind of blisters or red marks. And then if you're suffering with plantar fasciitis, actually a lot of people find actually wearing a summer wedge because you've got that higher heel on it and it's a wedge, it's nice and stable. If you're suffering with plantar fasciitis, majority of people will find those comfortable. And Charlie, what sort of summer shoes would we want to be avoiding if we're, say, suffering with a neuroma in the forefoot or, or 
problems with a hammer toe or plantar plate injury? Yeah, so you don't want to have footwear, which is going to increase to you wanting to claw your toes or squeeze your toes together. So the poor um, flip-flops are going to be out. They will probably aggravate your symptoms or make your toes feel very, very sore. So you're probably going to want to go for um, something that has more of a, a strap rather than a slip-on. Definitely. And for those, if you are listening and you, you have flip go have a look at your flip-flops and you'll be able to see little sort of brown dark dots where all your toes are and if you run your finger you'll find there's sort of little grooves from where you've just been clawing your toes just to try and keep these on whilst you're whilst you're walking around so that's a summer footwear bit but then what about the actual foot health stuff what things should we be looking for charlie with regards to our feet in the summer yeah, well, I guess the most obvious one is remembering to use sun cream. Did we say that's feet. obvious? But actually, <laughs> how many people actually put sun cream on their feet? To their ankles. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Like you sun cream your leg and then you just stop at the ankle. But then if you're out on holiday all day, laying down on the beach, it's not as if the sun just says, hang on a minute. You haven't put some, we're just going to avoid the foot bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, sadly that doesn't happen. So definitely using um, sun cream and following the manufacturer's instructions to make sure that you're you're using it as best um, as that product should be intended to. Um, I guess the other thing we're also looking for is if you're doing lots of activity or you're wearing new shoes for the first time because you're changing seasons, is then starting to look at um, hard skin, whether you've got what we call heel fissures. So that's where you start to get open in the back of the heel where the, the hard skin may be building up we may also want to start to look at blisters so there may be a need of starting to introduce some foot health daily um, tasks to your routine whether that be using cream on the feet daily using a foot file to just gently um, reduce some of the hard skin that's being built up it might be if you've got a blister is then going through that um kind of looking after the blister um, and ensuring that it gets absorbed and reabsorbed back into the skin um, and reducing that risk of infection. And so kind of having a an idea of what is likely to happen um, and preparing for that. So for me, when we go out and about walking, I always make sure in our first aid box that we have, um, we have blister plasters, we have our sun cream, um, and that we've got some fleecy padding <laughs> that I sometimes use to do an honour job <laughs> for dietary treatment for myself if i'm wearing new shoes for the first time definitely because if you go back to the fishers bit if you get a bit of sand in a fisher it's enough to bring a grown man to tears i feel (laughs) it's just you think how can something so minor be so painful but you just got this brand new raw skin that's opened up and then you shove a bit of sand in there and it's grind away and it's not it's not pleasant at all is it and then that then brings us nicely to what we can do to help at nk active and we started offering now these these foot health checks will actually look at the overall health of your feet ready not just for summer but all year round but again we always tend to focus on okay what to do when it gets cold making sure you're wearing extra socks making sure you're not heating the feet up too quickly to reduce the risk of chill planes but people always seem to forget about the summer aspects and as charlie's already said you still need to keep an eye on those those blisters if you're changing your footwear you're going to changing how the foot reacts to that so you may start finding that you're getting hard skin in areas you didn't get beforehand and if you notice that the skin is very dry well actually walking around 
all the time in sandals and what may increase that. So you may find the fissures open up even even more. So we can help offer checks to sort of help offer advice and help you to keep on top of your foot health for the summer. So the aim is that actually you can enjoy your summer and your feet aren't the things that are stopping you from enjoying it. So we can look to round things up now, I think. Charlie, is there anything else that you want to add in really? No, just I really want pictures of like people's beautiful sandals. (laughs) (laughs) Please send them in. (laughs) So I just want to say a big thank you again to Charlie for giving up some of her time to come and chat on the podcast again. We really hope you did enjoy the episode. Please do subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any other questions, please let us know. And if you want to send us pictures, just tag us in our on our Instagram page. And uh, lovely to hear from you. And we shall see you at the next episode. See you later. Bye. <laughs>